0: Hi, and welcome to Property Mastermind podcast number two. Today with our very special guest, traveled all the way 15 meters from one office to the recording room, Bob Anderson.
1: I'm exhausted. (laughs) It's the longest 15 meters I've ever ran.
0: So if you don't know Bob, you must have been under a rock. Uh, Bob and I work in the Property Mastermind business together, and he's basically a property legend. So I've told you about him a bit in podcast one. Where he's been involved in property development for around 38 years and done yeah and done and done over a billion dollars worth of property development. Currently, we're building a retirement village down in New South Wales. Just a wealth of knowledge when it comes to property developed in every single state, excluding the Northern Territory. Everything from splitters to high rises. If you want to know anything about property, he's the man. Oh,
1: thanks! Great intro. Yeah, well, best well, one I've ever had. Oh,
0: no, I don't think so. I've, <laughs> I've heard some good ones. But anyway, today we're having a conversation with you about why property development.
1: Why anything? Why in, you know? Why invest? I guess.
0: Yeah, good point. What, you, yes. know,
1: if you if you wind it back, I mean, some people go through life and that's fine.
0: Well, Have, everyone goes through life. Well, not <laughs> <Yeah>. everyone actually <laughs> yeah. makes it. No, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> say, Nobody gets out of life.
1: Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, it just depends on how long, uh, how long you get away with it.
0: <laughs> what do you say about that guy who, who's, uh, you know, the, uh, is it Keith Urban? No, ah,
1: no, no. Keith Richard. Keith Richard. The man that death forgot. Yeah, that's from right. From the Rolling Stones. Yeah. yeah. But, um, well, I say to my kids, I'm planning to live forever. So far, so good. Yeah, oh, Perfect. But, uh, you know, talking about investment, some people never really do an investment. I mean, mm. they live, they have a job, and at the end of it, because they haven't put anything special aside, they end up jumping into the safety net of the pension. Oh, <laughs> the pension. Crikey.
0: I've never actually heard anyone say that they had a fantastic life living on the pension.
1: No, I don't think it's built for lifestyle, the pension. It's built for existence. So, unless you want to just exist in the later part of your life, I guess, you know, you've got to invest.
0: And they're. Yeah, there's plenty of things you can invest in. Yeah, Bitcoin. I get plenty of that, plenty of that yeah, info in my yeah, junk. Yeah, I don't even understand really how that works. Not really a Bitcoiner. Yeah. There's uh a- shares.
1: You can, a lot of people invest in shares, so and yeah. that's good. I'm not, I'm not one of those people that died in the wool property lovers who says, "Oh, property's everything, and shares are crap. Don't invest in shares." Uh, look, there's a place for everything.
0: Absolutely, yes. I have a share portfolio,
1: but I love property more than anything. I know. What about you
0: yeah i'm a bit the same i just yeah property's easy i think mm. but easier to get started and for for me anyway i know like yeah, we yeah. all have our own things but yeah i agree property as far as investing goes i think a lot of people find it a lot easier to get into than some of the other stuff
1: i i think because it's such a solid thing yeah if you think of property you've got land yeah and there's only a finite amount of land mm. you have got you know, housing that we live in. We're familiar with houses, we live in houses or apartments or Mm. townhouses, it doesn't matter. And, you know, it's just solid. It's not, I was gonna say, and I'm not picking on shares at all because I've got some shares, (laughs) (laughs) but in the old days we used to, you know, waive a share certificate and say, well, look, you know, like, it's not like a piece of land or a house, it's a share certificate Mm. and, you know, yeah, there is something solid about real estate, isn't there?
0: And especially, I think, for Australians and New Zealanders, we have that thing about owning our own land, don't we?
1: Uh, Look, property for us, for Australians and Kiwis, is is our love affair. We all have a love affair with property. Mm. And it's a topic of conversation. You know, you go out for dinner with people, you go to a barbecue, it's always property comes up. It's not like that, say, in the States, you know. They tend not to look at property as the asset class that we look at it. in in Australia.
0: Yeah, and I think when you say Australians and New Zealand, uh, as the people that live in Australia and New Zealand, so Mm. covering, you know, all ethnicities, but I think, yeah, you're right, it's such such a normal conversation. Yeah. Yeah, Totally. So that's
1: that's why a lot of us invest in property, Mm. and there's lots of ways of doing that.
0: Well, there's passive or active to start with.
1: Absolutely, yeah, I mean, uh, you could go the passive way if you like. You could buy an investment property, Property? sit sit on it wait for it to go up uh, Hope hopefully you haven't up. had to wait too long
0: yeah yeah well yeah <laughs> lately you wouldn't have waited yeah. a few years ago down in uh, uh sydney and melbourne you didn't really you just kind of went to sleep overnight and you became a millionaire yeah, yeah, there's about, a lot of really successful people yeah. overnight
1: for about but five just, years there you could you know just keep making money by going to sleep waking up not dying yeah fantastic um, how good for them yeah so that, good you know they had that correction we had a correction mm. particularly in sydney and melbourne sort of late you know 17 bit of a correction there was only a correction Mm. after a bull run yes but you know and and property investment is is a solid way of building wealth but you just mentioned that's the passive way yes set and forget set and forget like concrete nothing wrong with that far better to to do that than to do nothing and then end up regretting it well failing the the (laughs) rockin oh yeah failing the (laughs) rockin sorry all you pensioners out there
0: (laughs) yeah Or or there's the active way which is um developing
1: that's what we love love it we're action people
0: you woo. go, go the developers. Oh, I keep banging. I hope that's okay.
1: Mm. I feel uh, a little bit like Joe Rogan here. Not used to being on podcasts.
0: I know, and it's so close. So we're um. Joe, were, Joe
1: Rogan sold his pod podcast, the exclusive rights to his podcast, for a hundred million dollars. Wow! I, maybe you could do that soon.
0: This is podcast number two. I don't think. Oh, I know he's I up into the thousands. You know, Twenty bucks for sale. <laughs> Twenty bucks.
1: <laughs> Spotify, they're listening. They're oh, watching yes, you.
0: Yeah, they will be. Don't you worry. Yeah, so we're we're on the um active part of developing and i talked about that in in the intro Mm. going over the four stages of development you know well the four stages of where people are on their journey you know not having done anything probably started at renovating may have done something I i mean that's active absolutely like the splitter Reno, you know, yeah, Renault go, Renault and go. Of, yeah,
1: like even a Renault. I know I have a bit of a shot at Renault sometimes. I he loves a good really, Renault. Um, yeah, being a died in the wool avocado. I, would say, I nearly said avocado. Um, <laughs> somebody who absolutely <laughs> loves property development. Um, but but at least it, it's active. It's adding value to mm. something mm. by yeah you know, taking actions, renovating. Yeah, that's good. No,
0: but, de- like seriously, with December nineteen.
1: Ah, oh, don't remind me.
0: Drag Bob back to New Zealand. We did a renovation and he was actually malackey for the whole project.
1: Oh, I did. I had the tool belt on. I was taking orders.
0: Yeah. Hey, we wake up in the morning and say, today we're doing this. And he, yeah, well, I've done like so many. I had my
1: fluoro oh, tradie shirt on.
0: I don't know what it possessed him to buy that. My, it was awful. You look terrible. My tool belt. You do not suit yellow. But anyway, that was another whole story.
1: Yeah. I mean, that was good. You know, even though I got pretty well belted, given orders every day, banging my finger with claw hammers and the like but that was good
0: i mean the reason for me that's a holiday it's a it was a break from doing what we normally do and it was just it's nice to pop the tour. i framed out the bathroom i love doing that that's like that was my holiday for that well it wasn't the only holiday that year but it was just nice to go back to a place that i'd owned for a long time and the kids came back, and you know, it was our last sort of the last hurrah there. And it was nice. They we all got amongst it, ripped up the carpet.
1: Oh, you're a bit of a demon on the old um, crowbar. Oh, you love a good crowbar kitchen rip out, ripping kitchens out, tearing <laughs> walls fun. down. <laughs> but and we I'm all saying, did. It. Hey, wait, wait, there's could be some electric wires in this wall, just oh. calm down. But anyway, that was all good fun. Hey, yeah,
0: no one, no one died of it. But that, that was it. a Renault, and,
1: you know, that was fun.
0: Yeah, of course. So yeah, moving on from you know, reno's
1: to property development
0: mm.
1: and the thing is you know that you don't have to do but some people think you've got to like serve an apprenticeship you know you've got to buy an investment property and then a bit later you do a reno or two and then a bit later you do a little property development but you know we've seen people jump often, straight in well, boats Oh, on. why wouldn't you yeah, you can yeah yeah
0: and it can be like it can be in and out so quickly
1: well on little projects you can yeah I got i cut my teeth on little subbies
0: yeah so how, what was your journey into property development oh
1: well yeah a bit of a bit of a bumpy ride before I actually got into it because i came out of a bad car accident so typical young guy you know living life at a hundred kilometers an hour or maybe maybe a bit more i had three three cash businesses so I was going pretty well there was... You know, open my glove box, there's cash. Open my console, there's cash. <laughs> <laughs> Having a good time. hope the as a, not As listening. a young guy would. Yeah. It was a long time ago. They can't yeah, go it's back one Quite on a long time ago. No. Yeah, yeah. No, almost, cash is almost a dirty word. And yeah, one night, went to a mate's 21st, driving home, four o'clock in the morning. Totally sober by this time, I should say. But I was just so tired. I questioned that, by the way. Well, I was. I, no, I
0: know you were. I know.
1: And uh, went to sleep before I got home. Not a good time to go to sleep when no, you're driving.
0: Not, not, not when you're heading not toward a bridge. <laughs>
1: It's not good for your health, as I found out. Mm. And a bridge jumped out in front of my car, yeah. and uh, and I ran into it. Mm. And so much so that uh, I did manage to extricate myself from the car. Police came along. They thought you had finished. Thought I was finished. I was lying on the ground with a lot of blood on me, although not uh, not demised, as you can see. And uh, yeah, well, that was a bad car accident. Anyway, long and short of it is, I was off work. My businesses, which totally relied on me.
0: Mm. Had to go gone. by, yeah, you know, by the by, yeah.
1: Back home, living with mum and dad, recuperating. Oh, that's always good. Moving home on crutches, Ooh. and watching my savings, which weren't great because I was spending it almost as fast as I was making it. And I had a good life.
0: I've time. seen some photos. He wore some groovy clothes back then. Oh, I did, yeah. The big flares, platform shoes. Oh, yeah. Shockers, all the good stuff. See yeah. your
1: shirts, you name it. And I had it. It's a bit like um, staying alive, you know, the old film yeah. clips. <laughs> anyway, there you go. So. Um, best thing that ever happened to me yep because it put me on my back so the first six months i just felt sorry for myself yeah whinged <laughs> did all the usual stuff yeah why me you know that stuff you go through but then i woke up well it's not going to get me anywhere and uh, so i thought well okay as i recuperate what am i going to do
0: would you think that it was you know the lying in the bed feeling sorry for yourself was that rock
1: bottom do you think or close it was, to well or? it was for me at the time mm. I, well not rock rock bottom no. because look you know i I'm back at mum and dad's place, mum's fussing over me. Oh, yeah. Uh, financially, it was pretty rock bottom because mm. I think I came out of there with $5 mm. and I eventually recuperated mm, in really my good. bank account, but um, but not rock, rock bottom. No. I wasn't living hard on the streets or getting attacked, but, um, but it gave me time to think mm. about what I wanted to do with my life, I wanted to sort it out, not just keep living life in the fast lane. Mm. And uh, so had to make some new friends, and, uh, which is good. You did a bit of reading too. Did a lot of reading.
0: Didn't you read Rich Dad, Poor Dad?
1: Oh, I did. I read everything. Well, I don't know quite what I read back then. It was a long time ago. Mm. It's probably be, but I, I read some books at the time, whatever was out there. Got into health. Read a lot of Paul Bragg's books at the time. Mm. So I changed myself, changed my whole dietary regime. So yeah, so here I was, changed my whole lifestyle. Uh, started getting into health, reading a lot of health books, changing my diet, reading, well, books. I can't even remember what they were called back then, but it got my mind sorted out. And uh, so, I decided, well, what am I going to do? I, I want to make money. You know, you, you always think about what you don't have. Mm. You know, when you, you're hungry, you think about food all the time. You know, whatever you don't have, you think about. Mm. Short of money, what do you think about money? How am I going to make money? How am I going to pay the bills? Mm. So, I was obsessed. So you had
0: mum feeding you, so that was covered.
1: Yeah, but that, that wasn't a my future. <laughs> no. You know, <laughs> no. even mums have a limited life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, – so, yeah, I had to make money, and I thought, well, how, who makes money? Let's go out there. Who's making the money? And I had a look around and um, had a look at what, you know, I obviously I knew what my dad was doing, but my dad was a spray painter, panel beater. Mm. Yeah, he's a tradesman, I suppose you'd say, in the automotive industry. Uh, but he wasn't a wealthy man. He was a happy man, but he wasn't wealthy. And I thought, no. And then I looked at property, and I thought, yeah, look, it's property. It's something to do with property. I wasn't sure. And I thought about being a builder, and I thought, well, I suppose I could become a builder. Uh, and the more I dug into it a bit, I thought, I came up with property development. Mm. I didn't know where to start. I didn't know what you did. You couldn't study. I had to look around. There's no courses on mm. property development, but I knew that's where I wanted to go. And I thought, well, I got to get my foot into into property somehow.
0: And that was your journey into property development. Was my
1: journey into property. I went working for a real estate agent who sold subdivisions. Met developers, met agents, met people, met a lot of consultants. You know, through that, and, and eventually, yeah, got to a point where I could, uh, you know, get my first. Little development on the way, and that was my. So, I guess it was through necessity. Mm. It was it was an accident that put me on my back, that put me into position where I had to re- reassess my life. Yeah. which is why I say it was the best thing that ever happened to me, and I uh, came up with a with a I guess a solution, although I wasn't quite sure how to how to action it. And so, you know, like you are when you're young, ten foot tall and bulletproof. Yes, so I will. I'm going to give it a crack, I've got to get in there. And I snuck in the back door on property development through uh, real estate sales, as a lot of people have done.
0: Would you say even now, like the community, and especially the people we work with, a lot of them come into property through necessity? Do you think that that's quite common? Some of them do, a lot of them do. What would you say roughly, just ballpark it? What do you think? Depends what
1: you mean by necessity, but...
0: Well, like yours, like you knew you had to do something. As as you
1: well know, because we do a lot of this together, there's people that are fly in, fly out. Yeah. You know, they're, they're sick of flying, fly, in, flying in and flying, in flying out. out. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's yeah, hard on, on it's hard on partners. It's hard yeah. on kids. It's hard on, on you know, all of that sort of thing. yeah. And so they want to get into a position, you know, where they don't have to do that. There's there's people that are in dead-end jobs.
0: I suppose it's defined necessity, really, yeah, isn't it, is. it?
1: Yeah, Well, people that want to change their lives, mm. you know. Um, some of it could be by necessity. Mm. Well, I mean, when COVID happened, a lot of it was by necessity. but. Mm. Um, Anyway, yeah, look, that, that's that's one little property story. I mean, everyone's got their own property story. And there's probably more, got one too. I
0: do. Well, there's a way more to that, which we'll get to over time, I'm sure. There's, there's such that there, you've got such good pockets of stories around your journey. Yeah. And mine was sort of, I suppose, I could say not out of necessity. Like I didn't look at it that way. I think mine was more. I was a single mum. I'd already bought my first property at 18, and I, I come from a large family, and they're farmers, so. My parents supported everyone who wanted to a farm into a farm, and if you went into farming, well, tough. You either you were supposed to marry one, or live on one, or be one. And I didn't tick any of those boxes because I got out of I got off the farm as soon as I could. <laughs>
1: you don't look like a farmer. I was never I a ha- farmer. Oh, no,
0: I still no. don't fit the farming mode. You know, it was great. It was great as a child. I had a great upbringing. You know, catching crawlies and fishing, <laughs> very outside. I'm still a boy Walking at in heart. Cow dung. Oh yeah, like pet animals everywhere, and you know, life was great growing up on a farm. But I think that because my parents weren't into property, they just didn't understand it. Even, you know, I've looked at things they've done, you know, in in their later years once they retired from farming, and I think, oh my goodness, you know, I so wouldn't do it that way. It's just such an old school way of doing things. But anyway, that's their business and their buzz. I didn't really have any support around property, but what I did learn early was that my father said, unless you owe the bank money, you're going nowhere. So I knew I had to... Oh, that was a big... Yeah, that was the yeah, that was a piece of advice that I took on board and he was he's a really hard worker, so he did ingrain that into into you know
1: into Mm, us. But strong work ethic.
0: Yeah. Like still now, like we you know, both of us we love we love working. It's it's kinda because it's it's what it's what we do. But even I suppose when it back to property, having bought one at eighteen and then just completely renovated it, and then I just carried on with property. And then when when I was a single mum, I was just I was really gutsy, like I was in my Early 20s or mid 20s. And I was just, I'd just go and buy, it was, I wasn't developing then. I'd just go and buy a property as an investment and put tenants in it. And I'd always have to repaint it. And I'd, I was always doing something with property and never lived in the house that the houses I owned. I yeah. always owned houses that I could just have tenants in and I'd go and, you know, rent somewhere a lot nicer. <laughs> That's what I would do. It was kind of my journey there. But even onto now, like in developing, I, did just one in New Zealand before moving out to Australia. So I did about twenty-three minutes I think, or twenty. I always count. I should actually get that figure right. And and then at um now, like now, doing four. Yeah. So you know, involved what in mean, four, involved yeah, in
1: four projects in four different states, four states. It's
0: kind of yeah, it's quite kind of empowering yeah. as a woman Except to
1: no, not in the Northern Territory. No, never not, done one there, myself. No,
0: so maybe we should do one in the Northern oh. Territory. We were talking about doing one somewhere obscure a couple of days ago. Mm. Anyway, that's another story for another day. So yeah, why property development for me? I think it was a vehicle that I knew I could make money. And as a single mum, I could teach myself along the way. And yeah, yeah, I could, I could just do it. You know, the first few times you didn't quite know, you know, I I sort of worked out on the run what to do. Bit
1: of trial and error.
0: Yeah. Bit of trial and error, mostly around investing initially because I could do that myself. Yeah. And it gave me, it afforded me a better lifestyle, you know,
1: that's what a lot of it's about. Yeah. You know, why, why property development? Well... Lifestyle. Make money. Yeah. Everyone make the wa- most money.
0: Everyone wants to make some money. Why do you
1: want to make the most money? Most people say, well, I want a better life. That's lifestyle.
0: And the reason we make more money, yeah, you know, just go down that road. It's because we're developing property at raw cost.
1: Well, exactly. You know, people often hear me say, well property development is the pinnacle of all property I've already strategies. used it in the
0: last – I used it in the first podcast. I like, that is the pinnacle of it all – It is, it oh, is. Yeah. Well, I've sat through so many um, <laughs> workshops
1: now. Yeah. but it, like I it can is. recite them, you know. Yeah, I know. But, I mean, that's that's where the big companies make money. Yep. Move Act, Lend, Lease, Australia. And what, what do they do? Property development. Yeah. They're not stupid. No. They know where the big bucks are.
0: That's where the big bucks are, Bob.
1: Yeah, that's where the big bucks are in property development. But they, you don't have to do giant projects like they do.
0: No, you could
1: do a little two lot subdivision, do a two lot subdivision and build two houses if you want to step it up a bit further. Mm. That's beautiful. You know, one of the great things about property, oh, there's a million things. Hey, we yeah. could talk all day about that, but it's that you can start small. Yeah. Yeah. Just a two lot subdivision. Maybe, maybe you move a house sideways and cut another block of land off. Maybe you knock a, an old house over and cut it into two lots. Mm. Maybe you sell those two blocks of land. Maybe you build on one and sell the other block raw. Maybe you build on two. And if you build on two, you could build on one at a time, build one, cell one, build a second one, sell It's So, so much many ways of doing it. Oh, and it's so only ways. a little too lot subby.
0: Yeah, so that's just with that. So the options, yeah, the options mm. are just endless. The
1: more you do, the more you make, you know.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm. And I think also, you know, when like when you start talking about just those, you know, you're, you're strolling through the, through the, you know, potential things you could do with just a little subby, mm you have sort of mind flicks to people, you know, oh, they did that, or oh, they did that. And it's just the most unsuspecting people.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, it's hard to not make a six-figure profit out of property, even on a little, mm. the smallest of mm. developments, which to me is, you know, say a two lot subdivision splitter or a two lot subdivision, they're related pretty closely.
0: Mm. And when was the last time you saved that amount of money? That's the, well, that's, that's the, the a, point. Yes. You
1: know, people might be on a hundred grand a year, but like how much do you actually have in the bank at the end of the year? Mm. Or if you're on 60, how much do you have in the bank at the end of the mm. year?
0: That's
1: a beautiful thing about – well, here's another one.
0: Yeah, here he goes.
1: You can do it a property development while you still have your day job. Yeah. You know, you don't have to, like, quit and then go and do one. I, I mean, we've known people that do two or three small projects while they've still got a day job. Yes,
0: before they decide to. A lot of people, a lot of people that we work with, do want to step up and just become developers. And yeah. some are happy to stay there. But I think, I think it's the, the higher percentages to move across to developing. Would you agree? Mm. Maybe. Well, slightly think, higher.
1: I think the thing is that say you do, say you did a, I don't know, pick something a little bit bigger, a four townhouse project. Mm-hmm. If you go around the capital cities, you might average five hundred thousand dollars profit out of that four townhouse project. Mm. I mean, that's like five or six years' wages for the mm-hmm. average person. But if you worked out the number of hours a week that you actually put into it, remembering that it's nearly everyone else who's doing the work, mm. five hours a week, six hours a week on average.
0: Mm. A little bit heavier at the start finding it, but that's about it really, isn't it?
1: Yeah, but I mean, how, how many hours are there? But but the the beautiful thing is, like you could t- say it took you even two years to do that project, that's 250,000 a year. Mm. Spread over Not two bad. years, 500,000. Mm. And you're working less than a day a week. Yeah. So why would you want to work for 60 or 80 or $100,000 a year and work 40 hours a week? And good luck if you're only working 40 hours a week these days. Yeah. Uh, when you can do that mm. and you can start by doing one while you've got a day job. And that's why I think a lot of people move across is because they realize they're making so much more money no. out of that than they yeah. are out of the day job, unless you're absolutely passionate about your day job.
0: Mm. And sometimes initially that's to get started, they need the day job for serviceability. That's a good idea. A little bit of a, a, a starting mm, yeah. Point, depending on you know giving a structure. Getting you know.
1: started, you need finance. Yeah, the bank likes it if you've got a job.
0: Yeah, bank does. Banks do like that. Mm. But yeah, back to developing it at raw oh, cost. Raw you, know, you know, you
1: said it. That's exactly what you said before. I mean, who oh. wants to pay retail price? Well, ninety-eight percent of the market don't have a choice.
0: No, Bob loves value. That'd be value to you. I'll, I'll hate paying retail. What yeah. about you? I love good sale. You,
1: you do I, love a good sale. I do.
0: Oh, I do love a good sale. The
1: good, the good news is yes. that next month is what? The end of end the financial, financial year. What's, that, that is so many sales. Next to time. Christmas, it's the, sale. it's the best time of year ever. Best time. You get some great deals at the end of the financial I've got year. So
0: many clothes I don't need to put into my wardrobe coming up.
1: Yep getting another wardrobe probably. Oh, God. It's no. one of the first things you buy, just, you know.
0: Well, I actually like, so I like a sale, so yeah, the, the idea of developing really, getting the property at real cost appeals to me. But mm. Bob loves value. Yours is the Warren Buffett thing, isn't it? Well, I do
1: like value, whatever, whatever I do, you know, it's not all about price, but I think uh, our old mate Warren mm. uh, said, price is what you pay, value is what you get. Mm. If you think about that, value, in other words, something really good a good return on on your money spent and, and look it could be anything it could be a, a new printer you know which is why i don't like paying retail if you're looking at a you know a multi-function printer i'd know they're about 500 dollars, let's say but i mean if there's one on special a good one for 400 when well, that is really good value it's mm-hmm. probably a, it's probably reasonable retail value at 500 you get it for 400 i mean yeah <laughs> um if, you know yeah and as you know i i watch the uh i watch all the sales i like to buy stuff on sale i don't like paying retail i mean in absolute desperation i'll pay retail for something but i don't like it Mm. if you like that with a printer what about a property what about if you could create a six hundred thousand dollar townhouse for five hundred thousand or four hundred ninety thousand i mean you're talking about a hundred thousand dollars saving we're not talking about a hundred dollars on a printer Mm. We're talking about a $100,000 saving on a townhouse. And what if you did three? That's a $300,000 saving. That is good value. Because you created at cost. Not wholesale. No. Not retail. They're different. Cost. Nice. That's how you build big portfolios.
0: And that gives you the option to... To decide to keep or Mm. keep some or you know there are just so many more options when you do you know for people people options available especially if it's more like your second or third one often the first ones you have to get in and get out you need to draw the you know draw out the money to to carry on to start progressing but yeah as you as you carry through there's those questions about and maybe that's a future podcast you know deciding when to when to hold and when to you know Keepers' investments or sell or yeah. <laughs> sounds
1: like the gambler, the song. What? When to, knows when to hold, knows when to fold. <laughs>
0: yeah. No wait Yeah, I won't sing. No, don't, I, don't, don't, sing don't go it. there. No. Nope. Yeah, actually, I listen to a. I listen to quite. I'm a bit of a podcaster. Like I listen to a, quite a few. A not, bit of a. Oh, I'm a total podcaster. Oh my god. Yeah. Every day and on on a varying topics. I do listen to um, a few property ones. But well, I listened to somebody the other day and they're big into investing, actually. Uh they Yeah, and just ha- I listened to their journey. It was quite funny because I know their journey, because as I was listening, I was like, You did you did Bob's course. I remember seeing him at, at uh, one of the workshops, but yeah. he'd already done it before then. And that's how he got into it. Didn't give you any didn't give you any kudos there uh, either, Bob. never mind. No. That's all right. I mean
1: that's that's okay. That's not unusual. I mean,
0: if- but his journey was started off. I know it was started through developing, and yeah. then he's gone on to being an investor and quite a successful and quite a well-known yeah. investor well, now. That's good news. Yeah, I, I know. I'm happy
1: about that. That you know had a bit of a handle in there. Yeah. But I mean, if you think about it, you know, what we do? What do we do? Well, we teach people how to do property developments. Yeah, that's what we do. But really, what we do is we're putting people in a situation where they can make lots of money. And change their lives. Yep. We're in the, in a way, like property development's the tool, isn't it? Yeah. But we change people's financial lives. Mm. That's what we do.
0: Totally. I mean, how we many... give them
1: the opportunity to change their own? Yes. Using what we teach.
0: It's, and it's funny, the yeah, yeah. Obviously, how many millennials have 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 come out of property mastermind? Wow. How many people have you made yeah. very rich? Paul?
1: I don't know what's very rich.
0: Yeah, you know? no, I it rich to one person yeah. is not rich. Growing
1: up, you know, an re- extremely rich person was a millionaire, but like these days, like. Everyone's a millionaire. If you're, yeah, if you own a house, you're a millionaire. <laughs> yeah, so I, I generally don't count the family home as qualifying it's for a millionaire because, no. you know. But, um, out of our property development programs, like many, many million, million mm. millionaires, uh, but not that that's such a big deal. I mean, if you do two, four packs, you probably made a million dollars.
0: Yeah, that's pretty easy.
1: Uh, and you might have even done that while you had a day job. Hmm. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's like we started off saying. It's the pinnacle of all property strategies. Hmm. It's where you make the most money. So, obviously, people that that do that are going to make the most money. They're going to be more millionaires created. You're going to create more property millionaires.
0: Yeah. Love creating property millionaires. Love helping people become property millionaires. Such a buzz. Well, I think we've… Had a lot of fun. Yeah, and just talked a little about why property development and hopefully we've inspired you to think "Hmm, I'd like to know more about property development if you would like to know more about property development um, check out our website uh, propertymastermind.com.au you can google Bob or myself if you need to read a bit more there's a bit on the about us page instead of I need to change the picture I've still got long hair on that one I'd love to have some reviews so if you've got some really nice positive things to say say them if they're not so nice just send me an email if you need me to fix something (laughs) let's not go there Uh, the other thing is we will be holding Q and A's uh, with Bob and myself, especially you remember I called him Google, uh, Google. He knows pretty much everything there is to know. So if you do have a question around property development, feel free to email it through to me, Hillary at PropertyMastermind.com.au. Hillary just has one L. Hillary at PropertyMastermind.com.au. The, it'll be down the bottom. The, the, the links for everything will be down the bottom. And also remember to like, follow, share us with your friends. If you think you have somebody who would enjoy listening to what we talk about, listening to our podcast, we'd love you to share it with them. And remember each week, I will be choosing somebody to, if you want to have a free coaching session with me, uh, send me an email or, you know, by writing a, a comment that you'd like to uh, receive, go on the door to win that. Let me know and I'll announce them starting from probably the next podcast. So thank you so much, Bob, for jumping on and sharing.
1: Great. I mean, I've loved it. Good fun. We'll do it again one day.
0: Oh, we'll be doing it. You're on like every second or third one.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> Did
0: you not get that memo? Yes. Sorry. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right, people. Um, Catch you next time.
1: Catch you next time. Bye.